0: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a feature interview on yesterday's presentation in Ottawa on canola trade with China. And illegal drainage becomes a hot topic. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd, three five two, eighteen sixty six. at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies. Wind east 20. The high today just plus 4 and we're not there yet. The low minus 7. Wind chill minus 7 tonight, minus 12 overnight. Tomorrow mainly sunny with winds east 30 and a high of 4 again. The low minus 8. Friday sunny, the high plus 5. The low minus 6. Saturday, the weekend, sunny and a high of 9 with a low minus 3. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 10, chance of evening showers. Sunday, the low plus 1. Cloudy on Monday, 60% chance of showers, the high near 11, the low 0. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high near 10. And the normal high for this date, 11 degrees, the normal low minus 3. The sun rose at 6.16 this morning. It sets at 7.44 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Kindersley at 11 degrees. The cold spot, Estevan, in the southeast corner at minus 3. So Estevan is minus 3. Saskatoon, plus 7. Swift Current, 5. Weyburn, minus 1. Yorkton, minus 2. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's plus 2. That's 36 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east, southeast at 15. Humidity, 50%. Barometer dropping, 102.6. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 2 degrees. That's plus 2. Winds are from the east at 18. Gusting to 28. Once again, Regina cloudy and two. That's 36 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri news is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest. Sell with the best. Online at McDougallAuction.com and Technatil Seeding System. Packing where it counts. See the difference at Technatil on Facebook or on Technatil.com. Well, the latest wheat market outlook from Sask Wheat released this week says wheat exports have reached 12 million tons this crop year from Canada. That's a gain of 16% from a year ago. Weekly wheat exports are about 350,000 tons. The outlook says China's closure of imports of Canadian canola will cause farmers to seed significantly more wheat this spring. Meantime, as of January, China continues to be the largest importer of Canadian wheat this crop year, buying a total of 1.2 million tons, 744,000 ton increase from the previous crop year. Sask Outlook also says Japan has implemented a tariff on U.S. wheat, $20 a ton more than wheat from Canada and Australia, since the U.S. did not sign the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. In addition, tariffs on wheat from TPP countries like Canada will continue to fall every April until the year 2026. Japan buys about 6 million tons of wheat a year, including 3 million from the U.S., making them one of the largest markets for U.S. wheat. Japanese milling sources estimate U.S. wheat imports will fall by 50% within a few years, as U.S. wheat will face a a $70-a-ton tariff higher than TPP members. A Kyle-area farmer is frustrated with a canola trade dispute with China. Megs Reynolds made a presentation yesterday to the Commons Agriculture Committee in Ottawa. She called for speedy action to resolve a canola trade dispute with China, which bought over $2 billion, or 40% of Canada's canola crop last year.
1: Well, my focus was on the fact that we have huge issues with trade right now, and that's across the board. So canola has tended to be one of those crops that is great to add variety into our rotations, but it's also that crop that brings us money and allows us to grow some of those other rotations that don't bring in the same revenue. But right now, everything I grow on my farm, everything that a lot of other farmers in Western Canada and across Canada are, are growing, is hit with either a trade issue or tariff across the board. We've got problems with Italy, we've got problems with Saudi Arabia, problems with India, of course, and now China. This is, it's a really unstable time for farmers.
0: And you wanted a speedy resolution to this whole problem. What response did you get from the Commons Agriculture Committee?
1: Well, it would have been really nice if the agricultural minister was there. She was not in attendance. And kind of the response, it feels like they're, they don't really know what to do now. They're trying to get uh, envoys over to China, and they're not being met with success on that end. And so they were actually posing some of the questions to producers to say, well, what do you think we should do? And so my question back was, why are we always on the reactionary side? Why did we not realize that when the CFO of Huawei was arrested, that there was going to be retaliatory trade from China? That's how they play that game. We should have had people over there at that stage in the game so that we weren't sitting here months down the road trying to get people over to China because we're watching our markets close.
0: You sound frustrated with the effort in Ottawa.
1: I I am frustrated. You know, it's trade is crucial. The Canadian economy depends on trade. We're a country that is challenged already logistically where we're located, but also with the methods that we use to get our export goods to market, the railways, and you know, we we do what we can to mitigate our risks as farmers. We grow different crops, we try to choose when we sell our commodities. The government needs to be able to sort the trade end of it out. I can't control that from my farm. We need the government to, to figure out our, our trade relations and to understand that there needs to be uh, respect. And, you know, that's not something you go over and you do one contract, you come back and you leave it there. There needs to be a greater aware, awareness of, of how to proceed.
0: And you want quick moves.
1: There needs to be. I mean, we're, we're going to be going into an election. So we're looking at things getting dealt with maybe next year <laughs> if they're not dealt with right away.
0: Megs Reynolds of Kyle is a farm blogger and activist who made a presentation in Ottawa yesterday to the Commons Agriculture Committee. She wants to see quick resolution to the canola trade dispute with China. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca The NDP is calling on the SAS Party government to resolve the contentious issue of farmland drainage. NDP critic Kathy Spruill pointed to a farm couple from McNutt who had to go to court to force the Water Security Agency to take action to save their farm from flooding. Peter Onofrechuk of McNutt was at the legislature yesterday to highlight his concern about what he calls a heavy-handed approach from the local authority to expropriate his property.
2: They want to expropriate my property for what, you know? this drainage for this drainage project you know well you know they'll they'll have to buy me out they could have fixed could have fixed the problem you know i wanted them to fix the problem and and they refused to you know and what are you what are you going to do like i don't know i'm running out of options already you know
0: on a freight truck says the solution is available
2: i wasn't asking for for a highway to be built or anything just fix the channel fix the blackbird creek channel so the water would stay in the channel and i'll let the water go through my property and it'll continue on to
0: Manitoba. NDP critic Kathy Spruill says inaction is a huge concern.
3: I think the Water Security Agency is going to have to beef up and be more proactive in their enforcement. Um, If there are ways to get these drains licensed and properly done with consents from the farmers that are going to receive the water, that's the hard work that has to be done, and it's, it, I know it's not easy, but I know it's, it's important for people like Peter, who are at the bottom of the drain, and that's, that's always the people that suffer the most. Since I became the critic for this area eight years ago, I have heard case after case after case of the people at the bottom of the hill getting water from their neighbours, and in many cases, they don't want to file complaints because it's their neighbours, so that's where there is a role for the Water Security Agency.
0: Environment Minister Dustin Duncan says drainage is a long-standing, complex issue. He says the province is working with conservation and development authorities to ensure all drainage is approved and the laws being enforced. In this particular case involving the Blackbird Creek uh,
2: area, um, it's 178 quarters involving roughly 80 landowners. So um, the 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 practice of WSA is to try to work collaboratively with all the landowners to try to bring all the works uh, uh, drainage projects into uh, compliance, into approvals in a voluntary basis, that's the starting point. When we made changes to the legislation and the regulations over the last couple of years you um, we even simplified the process so that rather than having to legally obtain easements we we made it possible just through landowner agreements that uh, essentially we could come into compliance through landowner agreements so I would say that this has been a long-standing uh, issue that that the landowners have been working towards that, that involved this particular landowner um, were you know we've We're we're working with uh, the the the, certainly the court had ordered WSA to comply with with our legislation uh, and to send recommendations out to the landowners that were not in compliance. Um, At the same time the landowners look to form a conservation and development uh, association and so we're working with them on on how to go about that process. Um, We've ordered ditch blocks uh, had to be in place on a number of uh, land locations in this particular area by the end of March. Uh, So in April, uh, this month, WSA officials will go out to ensure that those landowners are in compliance. Ultimately, we want to see all of the landowners come into compliance. Um, When it looked looked like that wasn't going to be the case just through um, negotiations through neighbours, that's when I think landowners started looking at what options were available, including C&Ds, which then does give them some legal powers to to, to, uh, looking at easements. So it's, it's it's a complex issue dealing with a lot
0: of land. Duncan acknowledges there's a lot of illegal drainage, but the government is trying to set up a process to work with landowners to solve the issue. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And at her seat in processing just east of Regina off Highway 33, call 522-1668. Grain prices were mixed in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola gained forty cents at three ninety-seven eighty-two. Oats went down a dollar sixteen at one ninety-nine seventeen. Number one red spring wheat increased three fifteen at two zero five seventy-five. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred fifteen dollars eighty-four cents. Feed barley one seventy-two sixty-three. Flax five twelve twenty-one. Yellow peas two ten fifty four and feed wheat one ninety six ninety eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May Wheat is up eight and a half cents at five fifty three and a half cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642 4180 or Weyburn 842 4574.
3: Good afternoon. This is a Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, April the 10th. Smaller sale here today, but just what the doctor ordered. Get done, go home, and watch playoff hockey. 1,200 head in the sort, 300 cows and bulls, a total of 1,500 for the day. D1, D2 cow, 78 to 88, sales to 90, 91, D3 cow, 68 to 78. Cows are averaging 83 cents. Good bulls, 94 to 104, sales to 107, 108. Bulls are averaging a dollar. On to the pre-sort sale, strong and active today. Some highlights on the steer side. 550-pound steers, 234. 650-pound steers, 222, my favorite pen. 700-pound black steers, 207, 800-pound steers at 189, and red-black exotic steers, 950 pounds, topped out at 167. On to the heifer side. 450-pound heifers, 224, 500-pounders, 210, 550-pound heifers, 202, 650-pound heifers, 190, 700-pound heifers, 174. 800-pound heifers at 168. We'll be pre-sorting all of the month of April here, so please book your trucks and get them in. Bull sales to mention. Sliding Hills, Charlie, 13th annual bull sale on Thursday, April 11th at 1.30 south of Kenora. Watch for signs. Also, guest consigner Mission Ridge Herefords will be selling some Hereford bulls. Carrie, Leanne, Winebenders and family, James, Hortus and family from Waymoor, Good people there, all hard-working families. Also, one of my favourite bull sales is the 13th Annual Blue Collar Bull Sale. That's on Saturday, April the 13th at 1 o'clock at Heartland Livestock Yorkton. Lunch is at 11. You'll be selling 67 Black Angus Bulls, Black Angus Females, and also some Ang- Angus Influence Females. This will be one on a sale, no rafty, rafter bidding here. Northern View Angus, Parkwood Farms, and Swan Hills Ranch, all good people there. Don't miss this sale. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day.
0: And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5, TCP, and BP4, it's all $185.32 per CKG. The outlook today, partly cloudy, wind east 20, the high plus 4, the low minus 7. Wind chill minus 7 tonight, minus 12 overnight. Tomorrow mainly sunny, wind east 30, and a high of plus 4, the low minus 8. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's plus 2, that's 36 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.